Hello, I'm Tom Johnson. On this Wednesday or Thursday of Easter week, I'm jumping into chapter 3 of Philippians. Today we are, as it were, grasping Jesus' resurrection effects and examining them and embracing his beauty while, importantly, tossing aside and tossing overboard any rival sources of status before God. Let's listen together for God's voice through the Apostle Paul. He begins, Finally, my brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. To write this again to you is no trouble to me, and it is a safeguard for you. Rejoice in the Lord. That's a perfect way to think about Easter, and it's our overarching theme for the rest of the book of Philippians. If you listen for it, you're going to hear repeatedly, as it were, Paul's celebratory voice over us as he writes. Let's continue. He says, beware of the dogs, beware of the evil workers, beware of those who mutilate the flesh, for we are the true circumcisions, the ones who worship by the Spirit of God, exult in Christ Jesus, and do not rely on human credentials, though mine too are significant. If someone thinks he has good reasons to put confidence in human credentials, Paul says, I have more. Circumcised, the eighth day, race, Israelite, tribe, Benjamin, descent, Hebrew, Torah observant, a Pharisee, zeal, a persecutor of the church, official status under the law, blameless. <laughs> you have to admit, Paul was an impressive man. But now he's about to do some very interesting accounting of his status. Let's listen in. But these assets I have come to regard now as liabilities because of Christ. More than that, I now regard all things as liabilities compared to the far greater value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. Indeed, I regard them as dung, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not because I have my own righteousness derived from the law, but because I have the righteousness that comes by way of Christ's faithfulness a righteousness from God that depends on faith. My aim is to know him, to experience the power of his resurrection, to share in his sufferings, and to be like him in his death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection of the dead. Do you hear it? Do you hear the crescendos? Do you hear the cascading rejoicing of Paul? Do you hear Paul's excited call on us to cast aside everything and, and join him? to set aside every form of status that might get in the way. I don't know you about you, but I sometimes wonder if being American, being Americans is a source of pride, maybe a rival source of status we need to examine to follow Jesus more closely. Maybe our educational attainment is a source of personal status and gets in the way. Have you ever wondered maybe if your ethnicity might be a rival source of status, needing to be moved to the liability side of the column. So you might experience more of Jesus' resurrection power as you seek to advance his kingdom on a daily basis. Paul holds on to nothing. He sets all sources of status aside. He brooks no rival. And yet he acknowledges this discipleship, this focused dying to self as a process. So let's continue to listen in. Not that I've already attained this, 
that is. I have not already been perfect, but I strive to lay hold of that for which Christ has laid hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to attain this. Instead, I am single-minded, forgetting the things that are behind and reaching out for the things that are ahead. With this goal in mind, I strive towards the prize, the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let those of us who are perfect embrace this point of view. If you think otherwise, God will reveal to you the error of your ways. Nevertheless, let us live up to the standard that we have already attained. Do you hear the voice, the force of Paul's celebration, the clarity of his alignment with Jesus and his mission, and the promise that God won't leave us alone even on our error? And then the powerful, majestic imperative. Nevertheless, let us live up to the standard that we have already obtained. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. We have a new status through Jesus' faithfulness and our faith and all that the resurrection enables. And we are called to do something with it, to lay hold of it, to live up to it, to set aside anything that gets in his way that he might call status so that we can have resurrection power to advance, and I say it again, the kingdom daily. I don't know about you, but I'm thinking about this point. Maybe I need a little help. And Paul has one last piece of advice. Be imitators of me, brothers and sisters, and watch carefully for those who are living this way. As you have, you have them as an example. Let us cling to Jesus. Let us cling to his purposes and his power and his values and set aside everything that would entangle us. And let's just recall once again what Paul said at the beginning. Finally, my brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord and rejoice in the fact that you are his on his mission. Amen.